Assault Force One, a podcast where we talk all things Navy, military, and other global happenings. I am your Commander-in-Chief, Frank. I'm Jimmy, otherwise known as the Salty Millennial. And we are hanging outside of our best friend's ride, trying to holler at you. Yep. Our friendly listeners. I ain't no hollaback girl. <laughs> that was Scrubs, <laughs> TLC. <laughs> I just, just was watching a, sh- uh, a show that had that song on it, so that's what I was thinking of. What, hollaback girl? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Yeah, they're definitely not hollaback girls in that show. So it's a series, it's not a movie? It's a series, yeah. It's, it makes you, it's uh, It's really good, it's dark, dark as hell, but uh makes you feel terrible for, for being a man. <laughs> well, that's the thing, y'all were talking about it at uh, dinner last week, and, uh, you know, the, the, the book has always been very well regarded, but, like, during the Kavanaugh hearing... Everything was a sign that this is the Handmaiden's Tale. Yeah. And it drove... Is it Handmaid or Handmaidens? Handmaids. Handmaids. Tale. Yeah, so like Handmaid, plural. Yeah. Or uh, possessive, sorry. Yeah. So, was, very possessive. But it was just everything. It's like, oh, Handmaid's Tale. And so finally, I was just... I looked into it, and uh, it's like, man... So... These women weren't allowed to have names. <laughs> they didn't even have names. Their names yeah, were... they were like... Uh, of, of John. Of, yeah, of the man. So like, yeah. of Fred and... Of Glenn, yeah, and, and um, it, yeah, they're. Well, I mean, let not to be too spoiler. I mean, you you've read the book? No. Oh, okay. Well, do you know the premise? Yeah. Okay. So they're held down once a month because they have uh, viable ovaries, right? And uh, they're raped. They're the handmaid for a household. And how babies are made, Jimmy? Yeah, I guess. Well, uh, sort of. Um, <laughs> I think you and I might have had different sex ed classes. Um, <laughs> Mine was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so off to a great start. Lots hey, everybody. <laughs> lots of ball gags. There's uh, all sorts of weird yeah. stuff. Private, ed- private school education. It is <laughs> so, uh, oh, so my post tomorrow is going to be on uh, the similar topic as in women, but uh, nothing to do with uh, sexually assaulting women once a month to well, uh, impregnate them. But, um, you know, I, I, I want to be equal opportunity in terms of uh, addressing issues. And, um, you know, there are women's issues in the Navy. So, um, you know, you'll have to, to uh, click on to the website tomorrow and check it out. Right. We'll hear your yeah. mansplanation. Well, one, yeah. one thing I do want to touch on on the Handmaid's Tale thing was, like, it's, I, I still am always confused whether people are stupid or intentionally dishonest. One time, so during the Kavanaugh thing, they took a yeah. shot of... Uh, inside the hearing right and so it was basically a, a row of dudes sitting at like their little place where they sit the table yeah, or the yeah, old like benches thing bunch of old white dudes yeah i mean in the but it was it, it captured maybe like 10 of them in frame or something and they took a shot from handmaid's tale uh that was you know a similar room and they're like look one's reality one's the hearing it's uh. like well you're you're making a tv show where you're trying to show the inside the chambers of of the government. And so you modeled the scene to look like inside the chambers yeah, of part of the government. They absolutely did. So so it's it's um reflective. What's well, it yeah. called? Yeah. So they're But it's intentional. It's not like, oh my god, look at this. It's the Simpsons yeah. predicting the future. Yeah, like the that's si- valid. The Simpsons predicted the future. But this They is- did, but the Simpsons also try to reflect reality every show, right? <laughs> so they're they're trying so in a similar way, the show is trying to reflect not just reality, but they're trying to reflect a certain aspect of reality in the the commentary that they're trying to impose on it, so they're going to make it look a certain way. Yeah. And then it just so happens, and, and it, I'm not offering comment on this, but yeah, if you're trying to make it look like Congress, this bunch <laughs> right. of people, and then Congress actually looks like that, it's not coincidental. No, it's yeah, just like, yeah. we need to make it look as much like Congress as possible, so we need a, 
Well, we need some, uh, in, in this one, we need all dudes, suits, odds are, you know, make them all white dudes, put them in suits, put them in wherever. And that's, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just, I saw a post and people were like, oh, this is incredible. It's like, no, it's purposeful. It's the it's, it's the show. production design. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are we are starting to to, to go down the road of um, government by by entertainment. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <yeah>, Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, you really, you know, it's um, we're we're just we're we're so fascinated by it, and it's it's sort of addictive, and we get it's in it's in our brains, and so um, we we have a hard time, I think, separating fiction from reality, and uh, you know, it's like getting your news from the Daily Show kind of thing. Right. It's, it's just it just it's it's um. Uh, what's the word? Insidious. Is that the right uh, word? It just it, it seeps in, you know. It just oh. gets in your brain, and uh, and so and it's, it becomes difficult to um, differentiate between the two. But anyway, and, and it's not that different anymore. So I guess that's um, part of it. I, I do wonder. I wonder how that Ukrainian president's gonna do. Like, it would be amazing if he ended up just being like the best leader that region's ever had. He could be, like, and it turns out he's a is a friend of the United States. So, yeah, from from our perspective, well, he's in yeah entertainment business. Yeah, I mean, so, who are you gonna be friends with? I mean, but as 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 opposed to the person that uh, he could the, the other his um, what do you call it his opponent. Well, maybe that's why you're in. He's like, hey, look at a uh, Russia boy over here. I've had enough of of Russia boys. Yeah, Let's yeah. But I mean, that, and, so ironically, it was kind of a win for us, and it could be. I mean, if he if this guy just has the balls to stand up to Pootie Poot and just yeah. you know do Ukraine first, do your thing, man. But just mm-hmm. don't be crazy. Don't team up with Pootie Poot and let's party. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir. <laughs> I want him to do a bunch of memes with with uh, Vladimir and just make him like all, super happy. Just <laughs> Vladimir Putin, but always happy. Because he's not, you never see him that way. But I'm, there's got to be pictures of him smiling. I've seen him in a picture smiling yeah. before. I mean, he looks like the cat that ate the canary. But <laughs> <laughs> I just want to turn his whole like super macho thing on his head. Like, oh, I'm Vladimir Putin. Have you ever seen that meme? Uh, somebody replaced, uh, took a bunch of pictures of sharks and then gave them human teeth. <laughs> and so it's just all these big smiling sharks with human teeth. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, did you see the one where it's like the classical painting of the horse? And it's the caption's like, of course I've seen a horse before. It's like the artist is saying that. Yeah. And then the, the, the horse face is like a human face. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Funny. Big flipper so, feet. Just this is a lot of a lot of uh, classical paintings are like that. So you know we've evolved. Yeah, and, um, but you know hands and feet are really tough to do. So are horse faces. Sometimes <laughs> you just got to slap on the face of your yeah. nephew. So I guess maybe horse face was a compliment back then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what they looked like. Um. So, uh, what are we gonna talk about? So, one thing we're not gonna talk about is uh, the new Avengers movie. No, uh, right. I have not seen it. I have. You and have. Now I'm immune to you, spoilers. Yeah. So, um, I we, will. I will say this, and I'm not going to give any subtle spoilers. No, no motherfucking spoilers. No, I won't. I'm not even. I don't even like when people like the people whole go, the spoilers without context thing. Yeah, people go, look. I'm not going to tell you anything, but there's a twist, and then you go, oh god damn it! Now not the whole movie, I'm going to know there's a twist. Yeah. Or yeah. they go, the main character is sad, or something like that. And so then, inevitably, when someone does that, it's like seven minutes into the movie, and it's like, well, god damn it! Now I know the end of the movie, and they go, no, you'll never figure it out. I was like, well, now anyway. I've seen some uh, some reviews where people are like, "I was crying the whole time." I don't know what movie they were watching. This is a it's a Marvel movie. Yeah, it was uh, three hours long. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, take a did you take a pee break in the middle? At some point, I saw the kid twitching. I was just like, yeah. "Hey, man!" I was uh, I I could tell we were getting close to the the final final act. Okay, and, or we were just apparently there's an app that you can use and it suggests the right time. 
in the movie to go yeah, to the bathroom. Yeah, that's it, a good so idea. It evaluates the the whole flow of the movie. It's like this is about the right time to go. Well, you can tell like right before, like with most mo- most movies, like right before in the third act before yeah. like it's really important you can kind of tell they're building to it and so like i looked over like he'd been twitching a little bit i'm like hey man you got to pee real quick before the stuff he's like yes I'm like oh okay yeah. so we ran yeah. out and, okay yeah. so um i'm but probably I'm gonna try to go see it tomorrow i'm an adult though so i, I can actually handle my bladder I'm just yeah. gonna throw that out there well i mean i i will go in there with a tub of popcorn and a, and a giant diet coke so um because i you know health conscious so um <laughs> i get water but, you know it's it, you know it's funny because we uh you know i came over and uh your son's here and and i i, I love him as a family member um <laughs> but, but I, I i regarded him warily <laughs> as i walked in because <laughs> i because i don't know if you remember well the last avengers movie so this was uh whatever infinity the one, war infinity war yeah it was just i was super excited to go see and of course you guys saw it first and the first thing he said was vision dies oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so i was uh and it was fine it was still it didn't ruin the movie or anything for me but i was like okay now i know he's a known spoiler yeah <laughs> so, well that's uh, i was telling you a little bit beforehand that like you know we're walking out of the theater how do you, you know oh, how do you like the movie all that and so we're we're walking back to the parking garage uh where i park and uh so it's a couple blocks and so it's like oh what did, uh you know it's like oh i loved it when this happened i'm like oh what did you think of this and so at some point we're getting up to a corner and i see this uh you know just grown man kind of crossing the street and that's when it, it occurred to me i'm like oh wait yeah people are back in the world again yeah back in the world and people are met do you hear about that guy in london that got his ass whooped because he was outside the theater like telling the spoilers yeah yeah, yeah i two, heard about that two, and i that's just that's just that you know he deserved it i'm sorry that's a, that's a dick move <laughs> man there was one time uh we were going to see some movie i'm trying to remember what it was but this girl from our class uh was in the showing that was right before the one we went into yeah and so she came out, and we we're like, "Oh, don't tell us anything." She's like, "I'm just gonna tell you this one thing," and I forget what it was, but she was, uh, it it wasn't a spoiler, you know. She was pretending like she was giving a spoiler, and then just said something. I forget what. Uh, but there was like we were 17 or 16, and there was this grown ass man to- like waiting to get in the theater too. This is when you'd wait in line to get in the theater, and he he was pissed he's like this is why children shouldn't be allowed at the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> i heard that a lot growing up not you know not just specifically because of spoilers but just as the way i was acting as a kid yeah <laughs> this is why children shouldn't be able to do x <laughs> not me i was well behaved jimmy yeah well i didn't know you back then so i can't verify that uh, I'm, I'm skeptical but um i've heard stories yeah good stories because yeah. i'm well behaved <laughs> So uh, last week was a fun conversation we had on old yeah Brian McGrath. Yeah, Brian McGrath was on and uh, Wahoo. Uh, we we I, I I enjoyed it. I I think he did too. We got um, a little bit of pushback, I, you know, from uh, talking about uh, what's the dude's name, the commander or whatever that got in trouble. Not the commander, but the um, the guy that got off scot free of the uh ship the shipwreck the, yeah yeah uh commander benson benson thank you. yeah so um the, the ceo of uh the commanding officer of uss fitzgerald during the collision i didn't say he got off scot-free but he I know. he uh <laughs> went to court martial and the navy uh, initially charged him with negligent homicide and that was reduced but um there was some some missteps by the navy in, in in pursuing that case and in the end they just dropped the charges and so we might have somebody to talk to that uh, has a little bit of a different perspective than than we had or 
maybe just a little bit more specific yeah <laughs> so inside knowledge yeah. um we are waiting to make sure that he can make it next week so no guests today with just the two of us but next week um yeah. we are l- working to, to to lock him in and uh he's interested and he was on twitter saying he'd come on the show yeah so i think he wants to and uh i just um i don't think we need to to mention him by name we'll just be a little teaser here yeah just, uh, it just heightened the drama but he but, thought, uh, it, it seems that he thinks that we don't, don't have the full picture or that we're not being totally fair. I, gu- I guarantee you we don't have the full picture when, and we're not being fair. Um, so this is a good point in the show. As I, always, mean, I don't even I'll know just, the guy's name, <laughs> yeah. but I'm being fair. Yeah, I know everything. Yeah. You're, well, see, that you're, you're the American public. You're the American people. So, you know, it's, you, you have a right to know this stuff and you have a right to ask, why should I care? Yeah. And um, we'll, we'll try to explain that. But uh <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we're, this is not a, a journalism show. We're not um, here to represent all sides. I mean, we try to be fair, but I mean, we're I obviously I have everyone. A, yeah, I mean, I have a perspective. Um, I do. I think that that guy should have been fired from his job as yep. the commanding officer of that ship. Yes. Yes. Um, do I think that he was guilty of negligent homicide? Probably not. Uh, so, I mean, I have a nuanced view of it, but I mean, I'm in that community. That's my line of work. That's my profession of arms. So I take it very personally. So it'll be a little bit interesting if we have uh, this certain guest on. I guess what happens uh, if a bus driver, like a city bus driver, yeah. if he runs into, uh, I don't know, a, a couple of convertibles and, and people die? Like, well, what if there's a, a bus driver that, um, a school bus driver that has sex with a 14 year old that he met on his bus? Well, that's uh, totally off topic, but I was just saying, whatever. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, it happened. <laughs> that's Is that one of these links in here? No, I saw that today. What happened? Apparently, he's not going to serve jail time. What? Well, it was one of those stories that I didn't click the link, and I no. just, I don't know if just the world is becoming a more terrible place, or if we're just getting better at making it seem that way via headlines, um, but that was the headline, you know, dri- bus driver that had sex with a 14 year old that he met on his bus is not going to serve any jail time Uh, i'm sure there's nuance there i don't know what it is a school bus driver in new york who admitted to raping a 14 year old girl who was on his bus route has avoided jail and was sentenced to probation there you go 25 year old shane peach will be on probation for 10 years and must register as a sex offender not guilty to third degree rape, blah, blah, blah. Only like, what's the mitigating factor there? I don't understand. Uh, no previous arrests, only okay. one victim. Okay. Um, oh boy. So he's a rapist? He'll be a felon. He won't be a felon. It's a, he'll be a felon for the rest of his life, defense attorney Eric Schwartz said. He's on the sex offender registry for a long time, maybe not the rest of his life because of the level. But this isn't something that didn't cause him pain, and this is—he's not going to be a felon for the rest of his life. Cause if he's him not pain? a felon. He—he he raped somebody. He's a rapist. Was it like rape, rape, or was it statutory rape? Uh oh, you used—you just used the term rape, rape. I don't. Know. I mean, like against. I—I I know she can't give consent, but was it like a forceful so consent? Okay, so okay, yeah, you can't say consensual sex with a fourteen-year-old. Right, she's not old enough to give consent, but you know, was it by force or was it? An inappropriate Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not okay with statutory rape. Uh, which what is, do you mean you're not okay with it? I don't think it's okay. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I just, you're not okay with the, the act? You're not okay with the law? No, no, the act. The okay, act. Good. I'm okay right. with the law. All right, so we're not going to go down that rabbit hole anymore. Um, but no, so your, your point, though, was that a bus driver hits somebody 
And is he fired? Should he be fired? Is- well, no. My point is, uh, if the bus driver hits uh, another bus, let's say it's a city bus that hits a tour bus, and um, and people die. I don't know. They're all city employees. Um, yes, he gets fired. But does the bus driver catch any charge? You know, because that's the thing. Like, if obviously there was negligence and yeah. people were injured because of it. Um, you know, the, there does seem to be precedent for that having legal ramifications. Um, but I don't know, like, what would happen with a city bus driver? Would he get even a misdemeanor? Uh, yeah. Well, let's say the family of the victim wanted to sue. Do they sue the driver individually or do they sue the city? Well, and I don't, yeah, I guess you sue, I mean, you sue everybody when you want to sue. But as yeah, far as, just, it, it just criminal, of- like, you get fired. So this guy kind of got fired, I guess. And then... Yeah, I, I'm not even clear on what is... I mean, his, his career's over in the Navy. He's not going to progress. But is he getting a paycheck still? I think he is. Well, that's is he going to retire with full benefits? I, I think so. Because there's two kinds of... There's two things that make something a career. You know, it's like, I'm going to work here my whole working life. And, all you know, me blooming life. All me blooming life. And also, you know, maybe I want to progress to a certain place. I want to be joint chief of staff. You know, whatever it is yeah. for that for that industry. So it's like, okay, you, you, you say keep, your career is over. It's yeah, like you're you, not going to be the future joint the chairman of the joint chief of staff. Yeah. but you're still in that job. Yeah, if you're still if you're, it's like, well, yeah. I mean, can I can I work for another twenty years? It's like, oh, of course. It's yeah. like, okay. So well, you're just not going to get promoted. Well, is your career over then? You have a dead end career, but it's still sure. a career. I would say so. Yeah, I, I mean, agree with you. I worked at uh, I worked at a Fortune what is it Fortune 100 company uh, yeah. when I got out of college, and I saw lots of dead end careers. I mean, all over the place. The place yeah. was scattered with dead end careers. Well, it, it, it kind of speaks to our our culture in the Navy, or at least in the SWO community. Uh, we have this very much this upper out mentality, and and even more so, even it's like upper out on crack. It's like What's up or out? Uh, you, you're either progressing oh, or up you're or out. Up or out. Yeah. yeah. And so um, in in the in the SWO community, it's like this. It's like this mentality. I read an article, um, really good one over on the, the Naval Institute blog, by the way, um, about stress in, in our community. And the the comparison was to the German Navy, and they were um, the the author was talking about some German naval officers and their view of us. And they were saying that in, in the U.S. Navy, it's either you're the future CNO or you're trash. You're, you're huh. just garbage. Okay. So it's it's all or nothing. And, and it kind of rings true. Huh. So when when we talk about the punishment, I think it's been it's been viewed as like an appropriate punishment to just dead end a career. I guess. But, but it doesn't. But that doesn't make sense. I mean, it, it, is that is that appropriate? Just just because the view has always been that you need to be the next CNO, the well, CNO is Chief of Naval Operations. Well, the, what was his rank? Uh, commander, so 05. So, um, yeah, I'm a lieutenant commander, 04. So. Paper commander. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad you taught or me that. A phone, like that. phone commander. So, <laughs> uh, either way. But, uh, so yeah, uh, you know, he's kind of, he's a relatively senior officer. Yeah, uh, you know, you're, you get, the next one up would be a captain, and then after that, you're into the admiral ranks. So, it, Okay, so on uh, Glassdoor.com, they say the average salary for a Navy 05 commander, average base pay was 140 grand. Yeah, those, the base pay tables are, are public domain. You can look up the base pay tables, but then you get some allowances. Uh, you get housing allowance. You get uh, special pay um, bonuses for certain things. But yeah, your base pay um, is, is is even across the board for 05s. Okay. Um, well, uh, I say that it's 05 with a certain number of years in. Okay. 
Well, it's a, yeah, total, average total pay, 143. I don't know. I don't know where yeah. they're getting the numbers from, but Glassdoor. So, so yeah. to say, like, oh, it's a good punishment, he'll never, you know, he'll never be the CNO. It's like he'll only be able to work for six-digit salary for the rest of his life until oh, he retires yeah. Yeah. with also a six-digit salary for yeah. the rest of and his life. And then he's going to get 50% of that base pay for the rest of his life. Well, and, so. and, and really... It sounds like he can retire whenever he wants to. I mean, like, <laughs> I think it might be as soon as possible. I mean, he could. Yeah. I mean, but but that's the thing. It's like, yeah, oh, you got a dead end job. But if he just goes, I'll sign up again. Like, do, do they say no? You can't. Right. I don't know. That's a that's a great question. Yeah. Because if he just goes like, all right, well, I want to sign up for five more years. It gets tricky because because Congress gets involved, and not not personally in his case, but in terms of um, officers and their retention at a certain level, they have to be approved by Congress. Okay, or, and and to get out of the the navy, it also has to be approved by Congress. So. You got to be you got to be jumped out of the navy. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like in the Capitol building. So, so if so you don't they don't film that on C-SPAN. <laughs> well, so if you're a commander or or whatever, and you're like, I feel like retiring. Uh, somebody can go, No, you may not. Yeah, you have to you have to get it routed through and approved by um, showing my ass here, but I think it's Congress. It might be the president. I mean, it's one of those, or the secretary, it's one of those things that's signed and they don't know you personally. Uh-huh. They bring like a list of uh, dozens of people that so are... So does anybody ever get rejected? It doesn't sound like... No, but, people- it can't, but in terms of um, political footballs, yeah. right? You yeah. know, your name, oh, yeah. you know, uh, just like uh, nominations are held up, right? It's, yeah, because uh, they know his name now. Yeah, so I've been saying it's feasible. It's not like um, to... Re- to, for him to retire and get those benefits, he's going to have to get the, the proper approvals. I assume he will, yeah. um, because I haven't heard anything about his benefits taken, being taken away, and nor, nor do, am I advocating that they should be. Um, I have to think long and hard about that before yeah. I would say that. Um, all I'm saying is I have no disagreement whatsoever with him being relieved as the commanding officer of that ship. Yeah, that I agree with. I just... It's... it's now, what um, beyond that, I it's, it's tough. I Well, it's know, like these know. false making things artificially binary you know where it's like should he be in prison for homicide or should he you know not have any dereliction of duty yeah yeah yeah. and so it's just like okay well there's probably something in between he definitely you know getting canned from the ship is good but there does seem like there should be something more than that you know because if that's it and it's involved it's involved a lot of death a lot of death of innocent people and if you just have to sit there and you know be droopy dog but you're making 140 grand a year being droopy dog and i don't disagree with you yeah so yeah so um and i don't and i don't think he should uh, i don't know i'm not and i'm never gonna advocate for somebody to be you know crucified right you know we all because you know part of it for me is you know they're but for the grace of god go i right if i were in his position at that that point in time in space Probably, I, I don't know, but it's certainly possible that it would have been the exact same outcome. And and all the cats that, while he was snoozing, all the cats that were doing what they were doing, who all said that they knew they shouldn't be taking these actions, they were trained. And the after action they report, they said, yeah, we, we in retrospect, we knew we shouldn't have done that. And, I mean, was it something where he asked them to, to take these actions they shouldn't have done, or they were just trying to wing it and do it themselves? I think the latter. I don't, I mean, yeah. not hear about him... Giving any orders that were like uh, outside so, the rules. Yeah. Uh, so with that, know, I so wouldn't. I wouldn't think his pension or anything should be taken away if it's just no. you, you put your trust in your men that you didn't train. But it was. But is 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 the outcome that we have now appropriate? I don't know. I, I, don't I, know. I think. I think it would have been really kind of healthy for the Navy to finish a court martial all the way through, 
with a with a to be honest with you probably with the conviction but if not of not of the charges that they sought i mean, yeah you know maybe if they had started with uh a, a yeah. lesser charge yeah. and then they had also not they being us the, the navy and a lot of people in senior positions we talked about it last week with brian uh-huh. made comments publicly you know so yeah. they kind of kind of um uh, you that, know, use a crass term you know we stepped on our crank yeah but um, probably i mean i doubt the navy maybe the navy didn't want to have their laundry aired you know maybe they slapped the the homicide charge and then you know did what they did in order to say like all right let's just go ahead and settle this thing and not go to court yeah, about I it i don't know maybe I don't know. maybe a lot of laundry has been aired but i guess yeah. it could have been worse i don't know it's hard to say so um, anyway, we'll, we'll, well, tune in next week for the stunning conclusion. Um, we'll see. After that, we should get somebody else that says he should be crucified. We'll just keep going back and forth. We'll change our there's mind a, every week. There's a lot of opinions. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm I'm very malleable on this on this topic. So yeah, you can probably convince me. Um, well, speaking uh, of see. being malleable, you're also a damn millennial. Yep. Yep. I am. Millennials are are terrible. Um, they're killing industries um they uh they're they're terrible to work with terrible to um have on your team Uh, apparently we're the therapy generation yeah we're less healthy and more depressed than gen x yeah so that's interesting i thought so apparently we um as much as we focus on mindfulness and wellness um are we're all fucked up well i think you know part of how we're fucked up is social media. Ooh, punk music. Yay. I'm trying to see what Gen X technically is. The MTV, uh, see, births ranging from the early to mid 60s to the early 80s. Man, it's hard to say we're more depressed than Gen X. I mean, there's ODs and suicides like a mother. Yeah. I, maybe they, <laughs> were they just not seeking the counseling so they weren't classified as depressed? Though, I mean, we do have lots of, like, opiate overdoses, and we do have lots of suicide still. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no, yeah, su- suicide is um, definitely still a, a major problem. Yeah. Um, I, I think we just go, I think we seek out, we tend to seek out mental health counseling more uh, readily than previous generations. I think there's less of a stigma there. So my point being that, uh, you know, it's it's diagnosed more, I, yeah. I, I think. I don't know. I mean, that's what one of the articles I read was that uh, we we called the therapy generation because we go to therapists more than I think previous generations did, um, where there was more just like uh, Grin and Barrett. And, yeah. You know, there's the stigma, the social stigma. No, I do think, um, and a lot of people have talked about it, it's not like this is an original idea, but I do think social media, there's a lot of keeping up with the Joneses that happen, but the problem is none of the Joneses are real, because they're all showing their, their best self on yeah. Instagram and Facebook, like, look how happy we are! And it's like, yeah, as soon as you click that picture, you know, whatever. Yep. Like, and it's it's um, really dangerous to, to, I mean, millennials are growing up, by the way, it's a, it's we're older now. Grown-ass like, men. Yeah. It's funny because one of these articles I read was like, millennials may be growing up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> They're doing that or dying. Stunning insight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, somebody somebody said, you know, uh, we were talking about something and I was like, man, growing up sucks. And he was like, better than the alternative. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, that's a good one-liner. But yeah, this thing says millennials may be growing up. Like, oh, wow. It's, that's uh, it's really stunning insight there but um the i guess the point is yes we are growing up um 
we are still millennials. Yeah. We're, we're older and prob- hopefully learning a few things as we go. I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, but we're still affected by social media. I mean, it's still prevalent in our lives, but the teenagers, like when we were teenagers, we had, a, I don't know, I don't think we had social media yet. No. We, we had in our early 20s, but now our preteens have social media and that's, that's, that's severely affecting their psyche. And it's not all good. I mean, it's a lot, no, it's a lot bad. bad. It's, a, it's like you said, keeping up with the Joneses. And then when your brain's forming physically, you know, chemically. Until you're you, 25. Yeah. Or so yeah. you you had this idea that everybody around you is so much better than they are, uh, than they really are. And then you, you um, I think this is more common in teenage girls, have the, the, the negative self-esteem, the low self-esteem, oh, yeah. the negative self-perception. Um, and all these people are airbrushing their photos, making their yeah. butts big. Yeah, and, and I'm not even talking about the bullying because that's another thing. No, no, but I just wasn't either. I was talking se- about looking good yeah. on your photos. So, you know? so just your perception of others, and you think, okay, they they are so much be- quote, quote unquote better than you in whatever way. Yeah. And then you have this low self esteem, and then add on to that, if you have a bad home life for yeah. whatever abusive parents or, or whatever else, then you're made to believe that you're lesser than you are. So then you have this huge delta between everybody else and you right perceived yeah yeah, so then you that's no wonder that you've got suicide you've got drug abuse you've got um uh what's you know running away from home or you know uh you know yeah whatever that delinquency and just um it's just it's it's all it's 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 bad i don't know it's um and a lot of people i mean i'm not saying the world's ending but that's that's a that's a that's a huge impact on on our our culture one thing that kind of gives me a little bit of hope is just like uh i guess generation z right um when when you look at the social media platforms you know we for for us we were you know in our 20s or something when uh when there's myspace and then there's the facebook's and all this stuff so everything's been kind of coming up and uh for you know facebook the the volume wise they still are killing it with traffic but if you look at like generation z um Facebook is where their grandmother's on. You know, that's where their mom's on. So they weren't on there. They're on Snapchat. Snapchat, you know, you can leave stuff out there. But a lot of it is just fleeting. It's like, let me put this out, and it's gone, you know? And so there's not a lot. I don't know. It seems... It's probably a good thing. I think it is a good thing in that it's it's easier to not hang on to stuff i think yeah. if it's if it disappears whole, we talked about uh, digital excavation you know yes. going, going through your history and finding things that you might regret and, and the privacy you, focused i, I yeah. like that it's privacy focused no i think that uh, probably they're learning how to deal with social media and the internet in a responsible way and um you know people that are developing these programs and these apps and platforms are starting to think about the the ramifications of of what their stuff does to people and so they're you know hopefully um not just selling all of our data and make a lot of money off <laughs> it, but they're actually trying to do some good with it um you know the the downside of the the snapchat generation is uh dick pics oh my god so yeah by the time most if you have a daughter that's like a junior in high school odds are she has received a dick pic against her will from every male in her class and maybe most of the males in the school that's um that's depressing but it's um i mean yeah i mean i can't say i'm surprised i wish i was i was talking to a girl you know she's uh 21 now yeah and so she was saying that when her by the time her and her friends graduated high school um like every single dude in that school had sent a dick pic at one point or another yeah yeah that's i mean 
We we obviously didn't. I don't think we did that when we were because our, we didn't. Our have, phones weren't even capable. Yeah. We'd have to develop it at the store <laughs> and hand it to her. Yeah. <laughs> Although I remember um, stories of people that would have these pictures and then uh, take their cameras into CVS or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, uh, you know, you're like, That's a no. you, you say, yeah, yeah. You get like, oh, you can't bring that camera into CVS because if they see those pictures, then they're gonna call the cops and. You know, there I'm was, not saying there. You know, there was just like pictures of parties and, right. and whatever. Whatever happens at parties, right? Um, Teenagers drinking some yeah. bongs in the front. Well, I'm not really. I'm not really sure that the CVS employees that were were um, uh, they never processing those photos really cared that much about what was on them. But uh, but they did. That was that was the extent of our you know phot- photographic. Uh, uh, but they wouldn't. Making, they wouldn't uh, develop a mischief. lot of nudity things like that. There was a thing if they looked through them and they saw nudity, they wouldn't develop them. Yeah, it's it smart. Yeah, right? that's. That's about as far as it went for us in our generation, and then uh, here come the the smartphones. And, yeah, but then it, so I say that, but then I'm sure there's people that are our age still doing it. Um, oh, it's not just a teenager thing. Oh no, the the dick pic phenomenon. It's like a, it's like a uh, it's like part of like the the social like the dating culture almost now. Yeah, but it's the the dick pic phenomenon is 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 even different. I don't I don't understand. Like, cause it's it's not even it doesn't strike me that it's largely. Um, you know, couples getting frisky. It's it strikes me more of like it's like, hey, there's a Tina at the office. Yeah, you know, like it's like she, out of the blue stuff, like Brett Favre. Yeah, we're yeah. just like, man, maybe if Tina saw my dick, then yeah, that stuff's gonna happen then. And I mean, I mean, just just so so we're being honest here, like, this is a safe space. It's no, I don't know anything about dick pics, but I mean, huh? I I would no, I don't want nobody wants to see that. I don't know. And then I mean, my I guess my question is, are these so there's two kinds of dick pics, I think, or at least in my in my mind. They're, go they're, <laughs> yes, go go on, Commander. <laughs> so are these are these pictures that are being sent around? Are they um, at attention, or are they uh, at ease? I, I don't think you would waste your time sending a picture at ease. I mean, what I don't know. I mean, point? what if you're just like, what if you're just you know blessed? Yeah, well, in say, that case, maybe you do. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> hey, this is me. I woke up like this. <laughs> Hashtag, I woke up like this. Uh, that would be funny. <laughs> so I don't know. I really don't know. I, um, it, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so send us your feedback. <laughs> don't send us any pictures. No pictures, just feedback. <laughs> like, look, this is me, Eddie. Yes, yeah. fellas. Uh, you know, we actually, the Navy had training, like Navy-wide training on uh, don't send, not just dick pics, but don't, don't send pictures of yourself and compromising pictures uh, over the internet. No, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of implications to that. There are some, there are some security implications, right? Because then, if somebody gets a hold of those pictures, then they oh, can blackmail. blackmail. Yeah, yeah, blackmail is a big, a big deal. And uh, you know, make no mistake, people around the world, <clears throat> Russia, are, are paying attention, and, uh, and and not just Russia, Iran, China, they're uh, not just paying attention. They're they're putting up you know fake profiles on social oh, media trying, yeah. to. to um, Get get in with uh, service members, you know, with uh, sailors, soldiers, marines, and then uh, anything they can get out of out of um, yeah. out of them. So if they get a they get a compromising photo, then that's that's good stuff, man. That's, yeah. that's blackmail. If you got a guy working on a nuclear sub that's oh, worried about losing yeah. his wife or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, I mean, I think I think that actually happened. Something like that. I mean, I'm sure. Um, ah, man, honey I don't want to go. I don't want to go down the the Google. Hole, but, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, that's the point of the honeypot. You know, the honeypot yeah, is the yeah, hot chick. Yeah. And, then and then you've ah! got some blackmail, and then yeah. you go, and so uh, then they're they're more willing to... Um, oh, there was a... I think, there, yeah, there was a Black, a Black Mirror episode on that. Nah, um, I, I gotta watch those, I guess. Yeah. Oh, they're good. They're they're dark. 
Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's, it's something that does affect us. And, uh, it, the, the training was, was interesting though. It was, it was funny because it was less about don't do things you shouldn't do and more about don't put those things on the internet. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just, There's two very different lessons and that is one like it's on the internet forever. Yeah. Like yeah. Do, have you ever I, mean, got, I guess you can take pictures of yourself. That's not a bad thing. But then but then putting it on the internet and sending it to somebody you're going to regret that. Well, it's just it, whatever whatever leaves your device or whether it's to the cloud, whether yeah. it's to someone else, to a website, just if it's something you want your your mother and your child to see in the future, you know, like then yeah. go ahead, but if if you'd rather your mother and your child not see it, then maybe, you know. You know, what was interesting about that was the the, the in that particular scenario in the training was a woman, a young woman that sent a picture of herself to her boyfriend, they end up breaking up and then blah yeah. blah gets sent around. And there was this thing with um this this group called Marines United. That's actually what what, spurred the uh, training. Yeah, I saw you say something about Marines United, and I don't know what that is. Uh, It's a it's a uh, Facebook. I think it was Facebook social media group that uh, uh, was sharing um, pictures of female service members. So I think it was mostly Marines, but not not exclusively. And these women were um, either naked or like in uh, locker rooms and bathrooms and things like that, and they did not know they were being Uh. photographed. Uh, so this was like hidden cameras, shit like that. Which, uh, by the way, there was another story of the, the ship with the hidden camera found in a woman's bathroom, and I in, in the head. I this is something I I I know people are like this. There's weirdos out there. Sorry, all you weirdos, if I'm offending you. But the people that like the pee porn and all don't that, at us. <laughs> don't at me. Whatever. Yeah. I don't give a shit. At, <laughs> yeah, at yeah. Me. Actually, go ahead. Yeah. Like defend your love of pee porn. And, um, cause like, I know somebody who apparently loved it, you know, and like, he even had some poop. Like vo- voyeur, voyeur porn or, well, oh, oh, you're just, talking about pee porn. Just to, yeah, just to get into the voyeur side of it. Like, yeah. just to enjoy the, the, the whole pee aspect of it, right? So then when you're hiding a camera, I mean, in the bathroom, cause it's not like the, the locker room or something or, yeah. or the bedroom, you know, it's like, it's the bathroom. Like, this girl's gonna go in there and pee or poop. Uh, yeah. Though I hear girls don't do that, and like I don't, I just what fake I, news. <laughs> but I just don't understand even the 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 motivation. Yeah, but so yeah, no, I mean I see what you're saying, but look, it's a violation of privacy. Oh, of yeah. course, of course. Yeah, and it's just it's insane, and it's um. By the way, this was a this was an amphibious ship, so there were Marines being transported on that ship so i'm gonna blame the marines that's a good again. idea yeah i mean if they so, have marines united yeah so it's probably probably the marines again um navy, navy wouldn't do that um so <clears throat> which is and it's I, I you know when we were at dinner i was telling you maybe i said i forget i was talking about there's another like there's like an instagram page that's called something like women in uniforms or something in combat boots yeah. or something some clever name yeah but these are all women in you know police military whatever and they're taking pictures of themselves uh or you know hiring a photographer yeah. to take pictures so they're in, and then they're sharing that knowingly yeah they're sharing it so it's you know it's modeling pictures that they're so taking. these are actually police and actually yeah. soldiers okay. yeah like yeah. there was this one uh you know forever i will remember the the naval cryptographer <laughs> um, she's beautiful but uh anyway but so some of them will pretty be... average for a naval cryptographer oh my god this girl was <laughs> just, beautiful just and, kidding <laughs> even when i was trying to think about try to figure out the name of the account 
because I wanted to talk about it at some point. I started Googling it at some point. Stalker. I was like, Navy cryptographer girl. Like, <laughs> I, I still don't know if it's the right account. It's, yeah. But it might be the women in uniform. Anyway, but like, it's all consensual. So it just makes this, it's crazy to me that it's like, hey, let's have a Facebook page where we're going to show all these stalker photos. Yeah. Of, well, and then they, they got where busted. Where the hottest ones are lining up and showing you the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's probably not even about the, the uh, sexual attraction. It's probably about not. the power, right? Yeah. That's what they talk about. Yeah. So, and they got busted. They they, they nabbed a few guys. Good. But then they they went underground and they came back and then they were they taunted the authorities. They're like, we're gonna we resurface as Marine United Marines United 2.0 or whatever. And they're like, you'll never shut us down, you know. So they they weren't even they like it's they were, it, it may still be going on. I don't know. They were so they're active duty people that are taking pride and taking sneaky pictures. Of yes. Gir- that is fucked up. Now can I say they're active duty for sure? No. I mean they could be veterans. But they're they're well Marines. they're getting the cameras. They're saying in, they're Marines. Well, they're getting the cameras in somehow. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, like I guess you know, when you're reti- when you're retired. Well, this, is, this kind of goes to this. This goes to this cultural rot that I that I talk about. This is why I do some of the things I do with the writing. Is it's fucked up, and it's, it's it needs up. to be brought out in light. And so you know, we we talk about it a lot. And there's 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 fucking hearings on Capitol Hill and all these things, but it doesn't doesn't really change. You right. know, so. I will personally um, volunteer to fight all of yeah, Marines United. Right, right. I mean, it's 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 hard to Jeez. comprehend, and that is kind of, kind of why. I mean, I'm not saying that Marines United or why I started writing as a salty millennial, but yeah. but it just seeing seeing shit not change, you know, and just seeing this attitude of it being okay, of it not only being okay, but but like uh, noble to defend. That's, you know, it's, yeah. it's like it's like fuck, man. What, That's what. What kind me. of military am I in right now? You know, and that's what gets me about when you're like, ah, they're like thumbing the nose of the authorities about yeah. it, because it's like, god damn it. Well, yeah, it's just one of those sneaky, like one of those sneaky little pervy things where it's like, when you're doing yeah. that, you you know you're a pervy loser, mm-hmm. and and to sit there and be like, haha, you'll never take us down. It's like, okay, so you you know you're a loser. Like, how are you proud about this? And like, how are they not getting caught? I, I don't mean, know. I, I don't know. I I it, it, maybe our uh, our cyber security system i mean we, we 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 need better cyber um the cybers yeah we still we call it cyber security cyber warfare yeah. like, like our own internal you know we need to be able to shut that shit down and um yeah maybe we need to look in in you know at our own people and systems though i will say it it probably is getting easier in that like you know how i was telling you about um the different technology they have with usb stuff yeah and so like i was telling uh jimmy about how they've got uh like the usb block that you can plug your cell phone into and so you plug it in and it charges it works everything works fine also it's got some tech in there and it's just taking all your data or implanting something onto the phone Um, but they've also got them made where there's a camera built into the the usb block and so once again it works it charges but you just pop in the wall and it it broadcasts so like these cameras are tiny nowadays. Like it could be tough, especially if they're not, like if they're live feeding back somewhere, then you should be able to track it down easy. But if they're just throwing it on like a, a micro SD or something, yeah, then they go be, grab it later. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Though you could find it when you snatch it. But I would think. Well, and then when it gets shared, you know, it gets shared yeah. on something social, you know, some network. I I, I don't know. I mean, we we. we I mean, I, I'm I'm sitting here throwing stones at something I don't really know the ins and outs of, but we got to do better. You know what they do. First for, of all, we got to do better as people, not doing it in the first place. Yeah. But then, you know, we we have to be able to to put the hammer down when the shit happens. When it takes, I don't know, it takes a specific kind of person to to think it's okay, especially to brag about it. 
Um, it, you know, people are sick. People got their their vices and stuff, and I don't know. It's one thing to be a peeping Tom and feel deep shame about it. I mean, it's still bad, but at least if you feel like you're a horrible person. But to be bragging about it and set up a system and a website and all this kind of stuff, yeah, like it, it's a different level of, like, you know, no matter what, it's wrong. But when you feel pride instead of shame about doing it, like yeah. there's something wrong with your programming. It's something wrong with you, and and it might be something wrong with the like you said the. The system. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to condemn the Marine Corps. I'm not. I am not condemning the Marine Corps. He's because, condemning the Marine Corps because of what these people are doing. But we. But the Marine Corps needs to, and not just the Marine Corps. I'm not just everybody needs every, to police their own. Yeah, yeah. Like there's some work to be done, right? Yeah. And it's not just like okay, well, we got to get rid of these individuals. We gotta. We gotta think about why this is happening. Why is it that they're not only are they doing it, but then they're thinking it's okay and good and noble when the the catholic church is a great study on what happens when you don't effectively please your own yeah like i'm not gonna throw the catholic church under the bus for all the the child rapey stuff like we've all it's everyone's done it a million times like it's yeah everybody's raped a child no everyone's uh ribbed the the catholic church Ah, i'm not trying to throw the catholic church under the bus as a whole but like over the history like they've not done anything to police their own so when these things pop up they don't you know they don't allow uh, actual criminal procedures. They go, oh, we'll handle it for the longest time. They're like, oh, good, you do handle it because you know Vatican's own nation and all this kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, but when they just shift stuff around, it keeps happening, it keeps happening. Like, there's a, that's a problem. That's a problem with the church. And it, you know, if you're going to police your own, you have to do it effectively. Um, otherwise, it be- it becomes a cancer. And yeah, that, that's what's happened to the Catholic Church. It became a cancer. Yeah, and now what they're doing now is uh, just the Pope has recently said, let, let the authorities handle it. And he's kind of thrown his arms up, and it's it's actually not a bad thing because now he's saying the, the if, if if somebody is raping a child <laughs> yeah. and he's he's in the Catholic Church, he's going to suffer the con- the legal consequences, and, and we're no longer right, and we're no longer going to just move him to a different church and hold him and try to pray you know, the yeah, rape away, yeah, yeah, and say okay, well, you know, hold the authorities at bay, we'll we'll take care of this inside and internal to our organization that's somehow above the law yeah uh, you know it's a that was a it's just pretty recent it's a big turning point for the catholic church to say okay which is just makes complete sense yeah and of course but, allow the like when if you're breaking a law in the you know the city this excuse me the city the state and the nation you're in like that's a criminal thing like yes man's law as well or god's law as well but like also he broke man's law so like let man handle him first, and then you know God yeah. will get his shot when he dies. Manhandle, manhandle, yeah. But like, but that's the thing. So if the Marines uh, aren't going to police their own, yeah. that well, are doing- we have to have a higher sense of accountability. This is kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week. We we have to have that that higher sense of um, conduct, you know, that uh, that we're supposed to have. So that we don't need to let other authorities come in and and handle it for us. Well, and that's my that was going to be my point is like if you want if you want the public if you want whoever to trust you when you go hey we'll right. take care right. of this you got to take care of it the right way because if you go oh we'll take care of it and you don't do anything then at some point it's just like you know what you're incapable like you don't have leaders like sorry marines you don't have leaders here so we're gonna take you over uh, the DOJ's and come in here and just clean house because apparently there's no leadership yeah, for the marine painful. corps it's painful. And and it and it need, sometimes needs to happen. And yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying specifically to the Marine Corps. I'm right. saying in general to organizations right. that if you if your standard of accountability it's falls low. below the the broader standard in society, then society will come in 
and, yeah. and enforce their standards. Should and they should yeah. they, absolutely. So that's that's what we saw with the Catholic Church, and that's what we might be seeing. I think with the with the Navy, you know, in terms of um, this, uh, well, with the 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 case of the the CEO of the Fitzgerald, um, and then and then broader the Navy and and people being held accountable, not just not just on that ship, but in the the, the Navy system uh-huh. writ large. Um, there's been this huge debate over whether everybody was appropriately held accountable. Um, and a lot of people from the outside looking in, like from Congress, uh-huh. uh, McCain was one of them. And his, his, his namesake ship was involved in the other collision. So, right. I, mean, so not, I mean, I mean, he, he clearly he's going to be personally involved. But right. I, th- I think even if he, even if that wasn't the case, I think he still would have been involved because it's he's worse always when your name's been, on it. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was, it was very personal. Um, and he made it a very public thing. He made it a very like American people thing, and it should be. You know, this, these are bad things. And there's a question about whether or not the standard of accountability is being held above appropriately above the the broader standard. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. So um, earlier, like, earlier, you mentioned something about uh, Iran, and did we ever talk about the Iran policy thing? Something about? Uh, don't, no, I don't think we did. I don't think we did either. I don't know. There was something about like we didn't change our policy with Iran. Or... Yeah, they, they're terrorists, and we're terrorists. That's kind of the, the upshot. So we designated the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps uh-huh. as terrorists, as a terrorist organization. Okay. Um, in retaliation they designated the american military <laughs> as terrorists <laughs> so so it's going good yeah no that's that's effective yeah you know i'm uh, not a bully you're a bully <laughs> uh, um, we come a long way from the uh, the obama administration when we were we were friends with them and yeah the, we the, just the flew in pallets deal. of cash yeah, and just dropped yeah. oh we got unmarked bills in a bunch of different currencies <laughs> That's yeah. literally what we did. I know, and it's on video. I oh, is it? Oh yeah, that's right. I think there. Oh, there's. I, I saw something. There's something about the who knows if it was taken off or something. I, I I thought I saw something, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, so you know, Rance, it's it's good. We're good. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, but that's the thing that drives me nuts. And like uh, when people. Like oh you know actually the uh, the the Iranian people are pretty moderate and they're you know they're not uh, religious zealots and that's all great like I'm sure that's it seems to be true and that's fine problem is we don't get to deal with them we don't ever get to deal with the Iranian people we get to deal with the cats in charge yeah. who are not the people they don't yeah. represent the people they don't they, they don't. represent whatever they want if you, know? you if you um, the thing about Middle Eastern politics. And it could this could be true the world over, but there's a there's a big difference between the people of these countries and the governments of these countries. And um, they would have you believe that there's this Sunni Shia ideological divide that's that's running every that's kind of dictating governing right. the dynamic in the Middle East. I mean, there is clearly don't get me wrong, there's clearly a Sunni Shia divide, and, no. and that's that's been centuries old. Um, but from what I've seen, being over there and talking to people. Um, for the most part, Sunni and Shia can coexist. I mean, but their governments, they don't want to coexist, and they don't want the people within their countries that they have domain over to be. They 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 want to control that narrative. So right. if you're a Shia government, you want to make sure that you're condemning the the Sunni people, and then yeah, vice versa. Power. 
Yeah, so they, it's, it's 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 governments remaining in power, and um, it's it's very transactional. Uh, it's the governments. It's the you know the the people of Iran are not evil. The the people of Saudi Arabia are not evil. Right. Um, but the leadership they just happen has power. <laughs> they, the, the Saudis happen to be predominantly Sunni, and the Iranians happen to be predominantly Shia. You know, and when it's it's tough trying to figure out how to get involved in the Middle East, and uh, you know. Back. Don't right. Well, that's the thing. Like, obviously, they're not they're not thirsting for a representative republic to be set up or anything like that. Uh, but quite frankly, the reason that things are so fractured is because we got involved in the first place. You know, we we broke up the Ottoman Empire purposefully for yeah. the, you know for the point of making it easier to enact commerce by dealing with lots of warlords, lots of tiny warlords we could bribe instead of having one massive emperor, you know, like a, yeah. a Lawrence of Arabia. That's what that whole movie was about, was that we wanted to break up the Ottoman Empire, uh, not just, you know, not America itself, but I think uh, I think the U.S. was involved with the Brits and the French, I believe. And uh, it was, you know, we wanted to fracture uh, the Middle East, and yeah. we got what we wanted, a bunch of crazy... The uh, dictators, the uh, Sykes Pico agreement. There you go, Sykes Pico. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's and that's the world we're living in today. Yep. Post and, and actually, when you look at um, when ISIS was a lot stronger, um, they mention like Sykes Pico and whatever the date of it. That was a big thing. They're like, we want to go back to the whatever lines of nineteen. Whatever. Yeah. So it was signed in May nineteen sixteen. Yeah. So they they want to go back to the 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 lines of nineteen fifteen or nineteen sixteen, whatever. Because like that yeah. was their big thing, and you know, I, obviously ISIS is nutty terrorists and all that. But like, but when when you hear them say that, you go, well, I, I see. kind of students of history, you know. Well, it's a it's a logical. It's yeah. a logical argument to make uh, coming from their perspective. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't so much call them students of history, I guess. <laughs> we, are, we are clearly not students of history, and they just, they just lived it, right? Right. So, and then we're like, what are these guys so pissed off about? It's just, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, it, they didn't come at it just like, uh, you know, death to infidels or the West sucks or anything. Yeah, no, we've been involved. You yeah. know, we're like, like, after 9-11, we're like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> They're like, no, what, dude. <laughs> what'd you do? <laughs> Why did you guys hit us? Though, and that's the thing, the, the most frustrating. It's like, but but we gave you guns. And I'm not, I, by the way, I am not rationalizing 9-11. I'm not saying that we no. deserved it in any way. No, fuck but those guys. The, the, yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's what I do. It's what I've done my entire career. Is just fuck those been, guys. Been in the, basically in the Middle East, um, fucking shit up uh, after 9-11. But the point is that, that we, we as, like, as a broader, as, as American public, um, don't have much pre-9-11 memory of the Middle East. No. And, um, and that's, that's, I mean, other than it's, the... it's, it's unfortunate because we've, We've been around, we've been involved in the Middle East for decades, well, if you centuries. Look, I mean, look at the Gulf. I mean, the only memory I have pre-9-11 is the Gulf War. And, like, what, what yeah. did we do? We went in, we just kicked tons of ass, and then we are like, all right, see you later. Yeah. And then everyone, was, you know, Saddam and everybody else was just like, well, we're not going to let that happen again. Yeah, I mean, Let's we, beef we've, up. We've been involved in our, our Iranian in, in politics. Oh, uh, yeah. High toll and all yep, that. Yep, yep. So, you know, we, we're not, I'm not... Uh, not, I'm not assigning blame in anything that leads to 9/11 and what people have died, but the the, the fact is we have been a player in this um, region for a long time. Well, I think we can all. I mean, all of our listeners. I think everybody here can equally agree. I don't know. We're they're millennials. Everybody can agree that the biggest problem in the Middle East 
is Israel and specifically the Jews. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we've, we've come to the second ending of our podcast. This Thank is you for joke, joining us. By the way. <laughs> um, no, no, yeah, yeah. So right, right. Let's let's um, let's, let's dig into that one. Well, I mean, it's no, it, <laughs> like the the Jews. They're gonna destroy. They're conquering everything. It's like yeah. the tiny little country that's in the Middle East. Oh, man, we just. <laughs> So, uh, we spent, uh, the family spent Easter, uh, being infidels and, uh, we didn't go to church. Uh, went to, oh, went to a raise game with you guys. We lost. And, um, but before that we were like, well, we got to give them some kind of Easter something. And I don't know, um, how we got on the (laughs) Passover instead. Don't do Passover? Yeah. So we watched the Rugrats. Oh, I love that episode. Yeah. The Rugrats Rugrats Passover. Passover. Yeah. So, and I had not seen it. So, oh man, Moses, Tommy. I, uh, yeah. So really enjoyed that. But what I'm getting to is that after that, we needed some more cartoons to teach us religion. (laughs) So I went to Simpsons and there was like a Simpsons, um, religious holidays episode where they were falling asleep in church and, uh, Homer, Homer was, wait, wasn't Homer Moses? Wait, Easter? There was an Easter Simpsons? There, there's no. It wasn't really Easter, but it was like Passover was one of uh-huh. them, and then there was like the Garden of Eden, and there was um, David and Goliath, and um, but for the 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 oh, Passover, so the, uh, Moses was um, Homer Millhouse. Oh, Millhouse. Yeah, and oh. Lisa was probably uh, <laughs> probably the woman that was never recognized in the Bible that just doesn't exist, <laughs> okay. but probably was. But she was like advising him along the way because Millhouse is an idiot. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they, they get across the, you know, the, Moses parts the Red Sea by flushing all of the, the, oh, uh, the toilets. The toilets, yeah. yeah the so then they get across and then, and he's like, so now what? And she's like, well, uh, 40, uh, 40 years of wandering the desert or whatever. And they're like, oh man. But then he's like, but, but then after that, it's going to be pretty good, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, and then that's, uh, in a, it's been not so great. And, you know, here we are. Oh, shit. Uh, so, we had the synagogue shooting. Oh, oh. San Diego. Yeah, like on yeah, I, Friday. I, don't, I just whatever. heard about it. I don't know any details, but. I don't either. Other than Damn, somebody dude, died. this is crazy. Like, wh- this is becoming a, a, a normal thing. Uh, shootings in places of worship. Um, uh, yeah, there's a spike for sure. Yeah. I, well, and that's, I mean, the Jewish people have been, I mean, if you look at hate crimes, I think they're the only section where hate crimes are up. You know, like you hear a lot about uh, Islamophobia, about uh, racism. Oh, that was a tweet I saw. I, uh, there was something that reminded me about the um, the uh, Kavanaugh hearing and all the yeah. uh, ma- Handmaid's Tale kind of stuff. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, is this stupid or dishonest? There's a guy. So I don't. So the NFL draft just happened, right? And uh, what's his face? Bosa, Nick Bosa. Nick yeah, because Joey Bosa's already. Yeah, so Nick. Yeah. I guess Nick. Whatever. So Bosa got drafted by the Niners. And so before he got drafted, he scrubbed his Twitter account mm-hmm. uh, because he's a Trump supporter. And he, you know, said, didn't he say something about um, Kaepernick? Oh, yeah. At some point, he talked shit about Kaepernick. He talked like he was just generally like he's a pro-Trump kind of Republican type. And he said pro-Trump Republican type things on Twitter. You can't do for, that as a teenage man, too. So odds are did not have lots of finesse in it. It was a lot of. If I had to guess, it's a lot of, you know, suck this MAGA bitch. He's uh, a teenage white guy. Yeah, well, He's not allowed to have an opinion. And so there's an article written about uh, him saying, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm happy about being in San Francisco. If there's any place I can, you know, be where I can really grow and learn the most. I mean, this is a great city to do. Like, he, his agents or manager or whatever, I mean, they did a <laughs> yeah. wonderful job. He was ready. He basically was just like, 
He's like, look, you know, I just, uh, I was a young man. I say some things, but you know, a city like this, this is a city where you can really grow and expand your horizons, yeah. right? Like, y'all yeah. can teach me some things. <laughs> and so, like, that, there was a story about it. And so, uh, Trump tweeted uh, something like, uh, you know, Nick Bosa. I assume his name's Nick. I don't even know if it's Nick. No, it is. No, it's, it's like, you know, Nick Bosa. He's gonna be a wonderful asset. Uh, basically, like, I love Nick Bosa. He's gonna be great in football. Like, this is a great young man. And so, I saw this guy reply to that. I retweeted with a comment, and it's like. So, say nothing about the first overall pick, an African-American man, the only man to be drafted number one in football and also baseball. No, go right for the white guy drafted second. Like, your racism is showing. And like all these replies are like, he's not even trying to hide how racist he is. And it's just like, come on, people. Obviously, it's because the man said something nice about him, so he loves him. If you say yeah. something nice about Trump, Trump loves you. This has nothing to do with race. It's just Trump being trump so trump being trump by the way I, oh did you say something new <laughs> no did you see what i posted so um, oh the thrust <laughs> the, the hip thrust I took a little I, chance of tagging him there because yeah. i was i was i was i'm not criticizing him uh i am not criticizing the president i tried to reply a number of ways and every time i did i'm like you know this is just too weird i can't if i write this it's there's no way it doesn't read I, weird i was just I'm flabbergasted by it happening, and then I'm flabbergasted by not seeing more coverage of it. Look, it's a. I mean, if you watch the video, it's, no, it's subtle. It's clear, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's it's definitely there. He's just like, he's like, oh, yeah, just got the energy of a young man. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> like you basically just like, hey, you got me over there. <laughs> oh, I fell out when I saw that. I, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I was like. Maybe I didn't see it. Oh, I saw your post. I'm like, well, I got to see this video. I'm watching. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, there it is. <laughs> like, that was... Uh, what he, look, what he was trying to say... No, look, he's riding high. Because, there's a, cause, dude, he's, the candidates in, on, on the Democratic oh side, then he's going to have a field day. It's, it's They are so crazy. Yeah. No, he's... he's it's a... It's a... I don't know. I don't know what the, the proper analogy is here, the metaphor, but it's... it's He's going to win. Your man... Uh, your God, what? A ward something? Uh, so, um, on Twitter. Yeah, no, he's an editor at the Naval Institute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he had, uh, like, he took a picture with there's some guy that just announced he was running for president from New England somewhere. He's like a congressman or something. And so he basically just said something like, ah, you know, he's a very good man. I hope he wants president. He's a good man. Something like that. Yeah. But the, I, I've no, the guy who is running for president, I can't tell you his, I can't tell you his first, his last name. I can't tell you a letter in his name. I've never heard of this man before. No one's heard of this man before. Like, we yeah. have enough people in this race. And, like, I'm sure he's a very nice man. I'm sure he's capable and smart. He's yeah. not going to win. He doesn't have a chance. And most, I think 20 is the max. That's what they're saying before the um, the debates. They can't fit more than 20 well, people. Well, you know, like, Republicans had the adult stage and the kiddie stage. They had 10 and 10 or something. Oh, really? Like yeah, don't you remember that? There was, like, 17 oh, running. Oh, yeah. Or something. I forget the number. But they split it up and they had the, the, the prelims before the debate. And so, oh, yeah. you know, like Bobby Jindal and stuff like that would be on the 7 o'clock debate. And then at like 9 or whatever the real debate would be. And some people got to move from the kiddie stage to the adult table. But, it's but like, it's one. <laughs> and, and look, I get it. A lot of these uh, representatives, these congressmen who uh, want to be a senator, they need to increase their name recognition. Because they need to run outside of their district of 2,000 people. They need to run for the state now. And no one knows their name. So if you run for president... Yeah. Or uh, just have a name like Buttigieg. Yeah, Buttigieg. <laughs> but but the thing is, like, you get to keep the money too. So if you run for president and uh, you raise whatever twenty million dollars, you spend a million because you're not trying too hard. You just want to get your name out there. 
And so you go do a couple debates, people go, yeah, I like him. He's pretty smart. Yeah. Well, you can take that remaining money and put it into your senatorial campaign. It's uh. yours to use. So, like, I get that strategy, and I know yeah. that yeah. surely half of the people out there are doing that. I hope, hopefully, half the people are just doing that. I can't tell you all the people that are running. It's so crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm a... I'm a big fan of Budijez because uh, he's a millennial, <laughs> and uh, that's that's the coverage has been. Are we ready for a millennial president? The, you know, I was thinking about that last week because uh, you know we we touched on it uh, previously, but it does make you feel good about where we are as a nation that that is the big concern. Yeah, because it's just like, yeah, oh yeah, he's well, another thing that makes me happy is that because he's a white guy and gay. They, they're just like, look, we don't, you know, you're just a white dude. It's like the gay thing doesn't even matter. Like, he's not, uh, he has no intersectionality. He's not intersectional enough. Yeah. yeah like yeah. we're, we're, we've, we've gotten to the point where like, but he's a mayor. I mean, that's got to count for something. <laughs> no. But we've gotten to the point where like, gay, like it just doesn't like the gay thing doesn't matter right. at all, which is good. It's no, a good place it, to be. I, I just don't, don't disagree. Um, and his name, his name is booty Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm and he fan. likes Chick Fil A, yeah. but and then there's a there's a guy over on the uh, Republican side that's running against Trump in the, in the uh, primary, oh, the Ohio guy. Yeah, I forget his name. But, well, um, Kasich always says he's going to run, but then Weld, Weld, Weld he, yes, yes, he was the VP candidate yeah. for the Libertarians okay. last election, so he's going to run. Yeah, oh, that's right. He's not going to do anything. Like he he's a he's a smart. Is he going to run as a Republican? I, I think he's going to try to primary him, but he's going to like. So when he ran, I thought on the Libertarian ticket, he should have ran as president and Johnson should have been VP or leave them off altogether, have uh, Peterson in there. But uh, but they didn't. But Weld is a smart guy. He's a capable fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he was able to get something like 1.2% of the vote. <laughs> so, you know, he'll probably be able to primary Trump. I'm sure Trump will spend lots of time worrying about him. He's going to enjoy that because it's just going to generate more... Uh, coverage of his i don't know what weld's doing like i i I get it you feel opposed and all that kind of stuff but like i mean i don't know maybe he's trying to get a job at msnbc or something i don't get it look i mean it's been a trend right for for presidents to have two consecutive terms so we shouldn't be surprised plus there's hw hw uh, ran into a clinton train yeah but but since then it's been been eight 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 years of, of a president at a time and uh there's a there's a a predictor of the economy right is it something like um if the the economy leading into the year of the election has a certain amount of growth i think it's like three percent or something and that's where we are so if it sustains it for the next quarter then it's like a hundred percent that the incumbent wins so i mean and that's right if the economy is doing well then the incumbent wins so we shouldn't be too surprised if he well and the funny thing too is like uh one thing i'm opposed to it was one of trump's promises so i'm not surprised he did it uh but the whole tariff thing like i don't like tariffs um i i I disagree with the tariff war policy like i understand if the idea is to eventually eliminate all tariffs to to kind of bark a little bit for a while i guess uh but in general tariff wars seem to always fuck the consumer and u.s manufacturers um, I mean, talk about, like, soybean farmers. Like, they're not happy right now. Like, oh, yeah. you know, that's, China's not buying. They're not buying our, our soybeans. And um, so, anyway, I dislike that, but he did it. He said he was going to do it, and he did it. Um, but, you know, let's say the election is looking kind of tight. Like, let's say somehow Biden survives the whole China-Ukraine horrible corruption stuff that surely the other Democrats are going to bring up um, and becomes a nominee, and it's a tight race. Uh 
lifting the tariffs all of a sudden will just make the the economy boom, you know, and suddenly like we're coming into election, people are, might be getting huge yeah. bonuses and stuff. So it could be something that, I mean, that's a tool where you can just be like, bloop. Yeah. And he's not afraid to do that. No. He's not I mean, afraid to, to take his own policies that he's advocated and then reverse them for his own benefit. Oh, no, of course not. So, and, you know, I mean, it, it, what you're describing is a situation where the, the country benefits. So I mean, can I argue that much against it? I mean, right? No, I don't It's know. all for politics. But it In, always is anything to get the tariffs gone. I'm yeah. I'm happy, but but yeah, it's it's all. I mean, it does seem it does seem to be having a near term effect, uh, a positive effect in terms of bringing Xi Xi Jinping to the table, China to the table. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that it's going to have the the long term effect that we want. Um, it's it's we'll hard. see. But I mean, we. we <laughs> Look, we had a we had ourselves in a bad spot with China that not a lot of people were paying attention to. I agree with that. Um, and that was that was his that was his thing, right? So he focused on that, and uh, and for good reason. And that's a China is a big part of our economy. Yeah. So we we needed to to make sure that we were in a in a good spot in terms of trade relations there. I guess my I don't pol- know if the the tariffs are the right answer, but well, and that's the thing. Like you know, it's it's with my policy about you know waiting a couple weeks after. You know, Trump says something before I really judge the actions is because a lot of times there's just words out there, thing like all this chaos is happening, and then uh, at the end of the day, what has actually occurred that affects me is either positive or neutral or whatever, um, and so I just wait to see how it shakes out. And so with the with the tariffs, you know, like part of me thinks like, okay, let's just if the ultimate goal here is no tariffs and it works, then I I guess I don't mind a little bit of short term. You know, paying for people that work in steel or soybeans or whatever. Um, you know, Harley Davidson suffer, but yeah, who cares? Because it's it's better for it to be a short term pain for a long term gain, right? And it, that's if, if that's happening. If then that's it's the goal, then it that's... seems it seems like it could be, but it also seems like now we are starting to make some ground, and I'm I'm concerned that we're sacrificing long term gain for a short short term kind of evening of the playing field but maybe that needs to happen i don't know I, and the thing i don't like is sometimes the logic sometimes we're like oh we're a net whatever net exporter or importer yeah. whatever they say is the bad thing it's like none of these like it i can't imagine something that matters less like if we have lots of things we want to sell and we're selling them as much as we want and then we're buying even more stuff back because we just have so much we want to buy, and everybody's happy. All of our manufacturers are happy because people are buying their stuff. All of our customers are happy because they're getting to buy stuff. And then it's just like, who cares which one, if we're a net exporter or importer or whatever. Like, if you want to break it down per industry and say, like, with the oil thing, hey, we're a net exporter now. Like, that I think is real positive. But on a, yeah, yeah. On a macro scale where we're just looking at everything, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, being a net importer or exporter... I don't think it's a bad thing one way or the other. I mean, in a, in a, in a truly global economy, it yeah. might not matter. Yeah, I don't... Because the, the, the rules might be different. Did I don't you, know. Did you hear... Like, this is something that I might need to get together more before we talk about it. But uh, since we're talking about all the president stuff, um, did you hear about all the stuff with Biden's Biden and Kerry's kid? Like, the company they started during... No. Oh, my God. Uh, we'll have to... I'll have to get yeah, it. let's 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 prepare ourselves for that one. But it's basically just uh, Biden might be the most corrupt individual that's ever been in government. Wow! And like wow, they to, the summary. Um, Biden and Kerry's sons formed a company together with a third guy. Okay. Um, 
U.S. sent over a billion dollars over to Ukraine at some point, I think 1.3 or something. Uh, they hired Biden and Kerry's sons as advisors for their natural gas industry, and they had no experience. Um, funneled the money into the biggest bank in Ukraine, which was then later shut down because of corruption or whatever. Anyway, the $1.3 billion just disappeared. Did it go to Russia? It went to offshore accounts and everything else. Um, but uh, that guy was never investigated. Biden told them to fire the inspector looking into it, which there's actual video of him talking about telling the guy to fire him oh. on a stage. Like, he said it was because of uh, corruption or something like that. But he's on the stage talking to people, and he's like, son of a bitch. The next day, he was fired. Yeah. And uh, But then he went to China. Uh, well, he didn't go to China. Well, actually, he did go to China. But anyway, the, the sons, though, they partnered with a Chinese firm who was under investigation by the feds for stealing uh, patents and things like that. And so they that company... Okay. That's, and that's their, that's their M.O.? Yep, so, well, yeah, so this Chinese company and then the, the Biden Kerry company formed a new a new company. So okay. they're all partners. Okay. okay. And so then, then they're investing in companies that make things like fighter jets oh. and other U.S. companies that have intelligence one wouldn't want the Chinese to have. With, a, with a company that's already been... With a company pretty much owned half by the Chinese government because yeah. it was Bank of China. And it's, it's it's already been shown to be conducting espionage. Yeah, an active investigation. Yeah, and so like yeah, and they invested in yeah the company making like fighter jets and a company making stabilization software that could be yeah. that, that was being used for automobiles or fighter jets. And um, we need to dig into this one. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull that up because it, it's pretty ridiculous when you it, it's the China like the Ukraine stuff is like corruption and it's you know stealing tax dollars by the billions and, and all that kind of normal stuff. But uh, yeah, as you do, yeah, as you do. But the the China thing is 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 worse because it they created a backdoor, you know, and mm. it was it was created by the sons of the sitting vice president and the sitting secretary of state. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm not even surprised. I mean, I, I, I want to know more. So yeah. I, before I you know weigh in on on I'll put this, it together. this this whole yeah. thing, but yeah, but uh, you know, Biden's attitude um, is very much of this. Uh, you know, we uh, lunch pail Joe. Like, well, yeah, it's like he's he can't be wrong, and uh, you know, he's it's arrogance. All politicians are arrogant, of but course. you know, with the whole thing with the touching. You know, he comes out afterwards and he's like, I'm not really, he's not really apologizing. He's just saying like, well, I'm not, you know, it's just how it was back then. I get it's changing now. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm not wrong for what I did. But I, but you're not wrong either. Tell me how I can grow. Yeah. So his response, I actually thought was a good response to all the grabby stuff considering like everybody knows how he is. I I didn't think his response was a bad response. No, I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's in line with his, his kind of his demeanor, his attitude of, right. Um, I'm not. I'm not wrong. Right. I'm just, just, just what I do. Um, well, he's a little. He's blue. Maybe, maybe I was a little aggressive. You know. Maybe, maybe I was a little touchy feely. But right. you know. It's, it's, yeah. But I did what I did. And uh, so, and it, shit. I mean, that's probably ninety percent of politicians are like that. But yeah. He's, but he's he, just more on camera doing it. Well, and he pushes. He, like he pushes this idea. I think he even calls himself something like Lunch Pail Joe or Blue Collar Joe or something like that. And he says, "Oh, everybody always calls me, you know." Blue Collar Joe. Yeah. Um, 
and and for the most part it works you know like he he says crazy shit he says some stupid shit he says normal like whether he's groping or saying crazy things like at the end of the day a lot of people look at him uh you know as the news will say like oh you're wacky uncle and it's just yeah. like all right well you know he might be a little handsy and and say just weird shit but he's overall he's for us like he's, he's for us yeah. he's just a weirdo and he's, he, he he goes right up to the line, but he doesn't cross it. Well, yeah, it's like he's a weirdo, but he's a and weirdo he that's it. on he our plays team. That character, yeah, yeah and and, and uh, but he's not like a malicious weirdo. Yeah, I, yeah. And, and this is the first like reading all this stuff is the first time where I was just like, you know what, he is malicious. Like to to leverage to leverage United States military integrity uh, for for financial gain. I mean, yes, it's your son. Um, but, uh, like, as, while you, especially as a sitting VP, I mean, it's, you know, people talk about what, uh, you know, Trump and Russia, Hillary and, and, uh, you know, the speeches Bill gave, and there's lots of stuff people point out about everybody. Uh, but this was, I don't know, this was special. Like, I, I don't know, I'll pull it up. Okay, I'll make a we'll, little we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> the other thing I was thinking that we should come back to is, um, just the topic of China in general. So, we talk about how much it affects our economy uh-huh. and how much it affects our military because that's one of the the most capable potential adversaries in the future. Right. And so um, I was thinking it would be good to come back to just the topic in general, especially how it applies to the Navy. And there's all these terms we throw out like the uh, the Belt and Road uh, Initiative, um, the uh, the the Third Island Chain, and what they're doing in in, uh, in the Pacific and the the um, South China Sea. Am I allowed to ask about that now? Yeah, or? no, I mean, I mean, I, let's come back to it okay. so that we can be prepared to talk about. But as I was thinking through how much we've talked, we talked about China during the we talked about five the five Gs, yeah, and uh, and how much China is involved in that, um, and then it's come up again, and it, it even came up last week. So um, it would be good to just just lay it out in terms of these these. Um, uh, maritime issues because it's really it's it's very it's very focused on a maritime um, in the maritime domain. Huh. You know they're they're trying they're trying they're trying to control a larger portion of the sea than every other nation in the world would would uh, would get. You know the twelve miles from shore. Um, so they're doing things like oh that's uh, right. You're saying they're yeah, like they, trying to push people out of yeah, international push waters out of, uh, of international waters and claiming it as their own. They're building up islands that are uh, basically just reefs, and they're making man-made islands and then claiming territorial waters from there. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. So they're they're doing all kinds of things, and it and there's all these interesting terms that come out of it, like the third Allen chain, um, the nine dash line. Um, you know, the thing that pisses me off about a lot of the things they do is by the time we catch them doing it. You go, damn! That's a good idea. Yeah, so it's it, yeah. it's very much gray, it's gray zone. Yeah. So um, there's a there's, a, there's a, a book that just got published, um, China's maritime gray zone operations hmm. uh, by a very smart dude, uh, er- Andrew Erickson, and um, so we got you know, much we got better with buy that book and, uh, and and read it and absorb it because it's it, yeah the gray zone is what they they are very good at. Uh, it's right underneath the the threshold for armed conflict. Armed, armed conflict. Um, so yeah, so I think that would be good to to dig into the China issue in general. You know, one thing that uh, I heard, this was in a in a fiction book I was reading, but one of those things where they add a bunch of footnotes in there about how it's not totally fiction. Those kind of books. Um, is there anything that's actually called total warfare? 
for like a Chinese military program called Total Warfare, or is that just a? I don't know. It, it, Total Warfare to me reminds me of um, like World War Two, uh, you know, with the the nuclear bomb. This this was presented as an idea where it's uh, not not military. Like, well, it's 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 a strategic, aggressive action, not limited to physical military strikes. So oh no 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 yeah yeah yeah. So it's like it's thing, like you in, in, you you mobilize your people as well. And, or it, well, you you know figure out a way to crash a currency. Yeah, you, you yeah, know like yeah. turn off the grid. So you, you, you not mobilize, but you weaponize. Every, every aspect of national power. Yeah, we weaponized about, culture, weaponized, yeah. yeah. So um, there's a few terms we throw around in the military, like dime, um, elements of national power. Was, I know what a dime is. Yeah, so so in the dime bag, you've got yeah. the diplomatic, information, military, and economic oh. elements of national power. It's a totally different dime bag. Yeah, so <laughs> um, it's... Um, there's other other terms um, we can get into that too, but yeah, they're very they're very good at that. Yeah, now that you mention it, um, we try to be good at it. We talk about it a lot. Yeah. I'm not so sure. Let's let's save that because I would love to hear your opinion as we as I as I dig into what that means. Yeah, as to whether you think America is good at, at uh, total warfare. Well, you know, we've got the that's the thing. You know, you hear about these hackers, but we we've got the chops. Like we've got a lot of real oh, savvy yeah. computer folks here and in the UK. Um, that I mean, they're they're good. They're great. You know, and and a lot of them. We were talking um, about Beto a couple of weeks ago. Beto, yeah, Robert Wait. Francis. Who's that guy again? <laughs> yeah, Robert. Robert Francis or I, I, did he die? You pretty much did. People are already sick of his shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? So I haven't seen him anywhere. God, that poor guy. They were just like, hey, guess did they what? run out of tables from a stand <laughs> No, he's got plenty of tables. <laughs> I mean, oh, man, I follow this uh, parody account on Instagram called The Hard Times. It's uh, mainly punk-related. Uh, it's like onion for punk references. Don't be plugging other people's channels. Hey, we don't have Instagram. <laughs> uh, but actually, they have a podcast now. I haven't listened to it, but I'm sure it's funny. But yeah, You can uh, find it at saltforce1.com. There you go. But the uh, but they've been making fun of Beto since the beginning. It's like, Beto says he'd love to do a kickflip, uh, kick but he's just not wearing the right shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so they have all these like fake articles like that. But That's I think awesome. with Beto, like, that poor guy, they're like, hey, you, you barely lost. Like, you should be president. And he's like, well, not now. They're like, good, not now. And then he's like, yes, now. I'm like, well, <laughs> so like he's raising money but they're already sick of his shit yeah so, like well yeah. you haven't said any policies and you're also really like white and stuff <laughs> like maybe wait yeah i mean maybe you should just come over to the republican side i don't know jesus christ well i mean he doesn't <laughs> he's, really... he's, he's i mean i'm not talking about just the his, his white and and he's a man but he's um asking his constituents what he should care about <laughs> That's right. He and, is. I mean, and and you kind of, God, I kind of feel bad for him because it's on, on the one hand you go, that's not, it's that's not, not wrong. It's not, it's not wrong to say, hey, constituents, what are your issues? Like, let, tell me what I need to advance. But that's just that's not how American politics works. Well, it, it's fine as a congressman when you when yeah, you have a small yeah, district. Yeah, but you're not not when you're running for something. No, like when you have your small district. So. Yeah. The way, you want to represent your people. Well, yeah. Well, that's how it was all set up. Like the senator. I mean, really, we are not supposed to be voting for senators. Like we're supposed to vote for the house. The house is the farmers and the local doctor who goes to represent us to government. The governor, or no, the state house of each state is supposed to bring two senators that are like 
these are the most Florida-focused people I know. Yeah. They're the Senators. I mean, that's how it is in the Constitution. Why, why aren't we doing that? Uh, it got changed at some point along the line, I forget. Sometime in the last hundred years or so, it hippies. got changed to be, yeah, damn hippies changed yeah. it. But like, that's, I mean, it wasn't written that senators even got voted in. But the, you know, the idea is that, uh, yeah, at the, at the local district level, a small little district, um, yeah, you tell the guy what he, what you want, what do you need him to do? And he goes there and goes, all right, this is what, what my want. people want. What you, you really, really want? You know what I want. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, once you get to senator level, you're supposed to know, What's good for my state? You're supposed to know it because you know your state, you know? Yeah. And as a president, you know your nation and what is good. And the people are electing you because they trust your judgment. When you go, I don't know. What do y'all think? It's like, <laughs> well, I'm not trying to be president. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's, that's, that's, that's hard to get my head around. But, you know, well, it's good a old Beto. It's you, a difficult you know, strategy. Well. He's, <laughs> I know. Good. He seems like a nice enough fella. Doesn't stand a chance against Budijej. No, oh no. I, Mayor Pete is the perfect political package. Oh like, yeah. Well, and he might be shooting himself in the foot now, but like he he has all the beliefs of Bernie, but he's like young and charming and has a an Ivy League background. <laughs> I saw an Onion article that was. Um... You know, Bernie Sanders uh, fans trash Bernie Sanders for criticizing the 2016 Bernie Sanders campaign. <laughs> <laughs> that's because it's true. They're true. they're kind of rabid. That's all right. Um, well, that's, listen, this is these are people that have uh, strongly held political beliefs, and you know, as long as they're not hurting other people. Um, well, that's what Mayor Pete got in trouble for. He was shitting on Bernie's got fans. Oh he yeah, said, uh, he said something. Don't like, talk shit about Bernie fans. Well, he said Bernie's followers were like Trump followers. Yeah. And so, like, well, you can't, I mean, like, on the Democrat Party to say, like, my fellow, but the, the, the leader. He's he, not wrong. He's not wrong. But you can't say it if you're on, on that side <laughs> trying to get that word. If you're trying to snatch the nomination from yeah, him, yeah. You, you need that big chunk of voters. And to be like, hey, all you people that, like, just foam at the mouth with hatred over Trump. Yeah. You are Trump. Well, like, I've always, I've, I've said since the, the last election that the, Democratic side is going to need to find a Democratic Trump, and and Bernie is kind of like that. I don't know if he's going to get the nomination, but there's there. I honestly think that they're not going to get anywhere by playing to the middle. They're going to do exactly. They need to do exactly what Trump did, and alienate everybody else besides their base and grow it that way. Um, you know, I, yeah, can, I just think that I don't know if there's enough voters. I kind of disagree with your your analysis of that. Okay, uh, to be honest, like the uh, what what Trump what Trump did was. He spoke to the the people who felt they were getting kicked in the teeth all the time. The people who who felt like saying like, um, this this seems like a socialist idea, and then people going, oh, so you're a racist, and or people go, I don't agree with this policy. Oh, you're a racist, and so like everything became about being a racist. Uh, I don't think sexist became, a, but it was it was you know there was a lot of criticism <laughs> that no, came up. He's really good on women's issues. Yeah, he is. Uh, but, like, there was a lot of stuff that came up where, like, it was just getting, uh, you'd get shouted down for hating somebody. Like, literally, yeah. socialist, uh, they used to say, was a code term for being racist. And so nowadays, people are openly socialist and everything's cool. Um, but if you said that's a socialist policy, it's like, oh, you're racist. And so, like, Trump, what Trump did well was, he, instead of being the, the politician, like, uh, George W. Bush, uh, who would say, like, I'm going to sit here and take it and just like, I understand, like, everyone's got their opinion. Just, I'm not going to push back. Instead, he was just like, oh, I'm a racist? I fucked your mother. And they're like, I like that guy. 
You yeah, know, like that. Yeah, he was yeah. just the "I fucked your mother" guy. Yeah, I I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot, shoot someone, somebody, and they, you'd still vote for me. Yeah, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, fuck it, we yeah, would." And yeah. it, and that's he didn't go at, he didn't go after the Republican base really. Like, I mean, in some regards, like he he greased the palms of all. No, the, yeah, no, it was not because a lot of Republicans left the party because of him. Well, yeah, and like, and he he greased up maybe not the palms, but like the the religious people. He he went for the ev- evangelicals first. Oh yeah, which hard. is really smart of him because like he's the most godless animal other than me on the planet. And so well, to, I think you recognize that uh, what the in- evangelical crowd really valued. Well, yeah, when well, that was the thing, and so he went and he was just like, "Look, I will give you judges. I'll give you judges that that hold up your." values like i'm not great but these guys will be and they were like all right well as long as you protect yeah. evangelicals and 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 that's why they went for him is they're like look just he was, he's horrible but he's gonna defend us yeah it was a savvy political it was a savvy it's, campaign yeah it really was but he didn't all go, the way down to the end but he didn't go for the base really and then I mean, but his base not the republican base but his base he didn't have a base before I mean, he that. created it well yeah he created the, the, the hidden vote right but what i'm saying is but his he, numbers weren't that different he didn't from try to reach out to anybody he just said what he wanted, and it, yeah. it's it wasn't just him just um, being a blowhard because he kind of is. Yeah. But he, like you said, he went after the evangelicals. He went after certain people, certain groups, and then he built it. And then he 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 did not try to rope. He had his message, and he did not try to uh, reach out. To he other didn't try groups. to be phony. Yeah, yeah, he didn't try to say, or he not, was. Yeah, he didn't try to adapt his, his phoniness. <laughs> he was, yeah, I don't know exactly um, what it was, but he. He created more votes for himself by sticking to exactly his message yeah, and, and almost and alienating other groups. Yeah, and that brought more. But like you said, it was, it was fuck your mother. It was it was, it was like I, I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and and that that what I'm saying is well, there's a possibility that and probably not this election. I think he's going to win, but to to bring it back to the Democratic side to be successful. Like envision a democratic Trump. Well, but 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 here's the so this is to finish. And I'm not saying it's a good thing. No, no, but to to round out the thought because I used to think that too. Um, I guess first of all, his numbers weren't very far off from Romney. I think he got fewer votes than Romney. It's just that Hillary got a lot fewer votes, and so like You're talking about in the the uh, general uh, Ro- election. Yeah, Romney versus Obama. I think Trump may have gotten fewer votes than Romney. Well, At- she got she got more. The general election than, votes than Trump did. She, right. But I'm but saying... it didn't matter. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, Trump, I don't think Trump outperformed Mitt Romney, but Hillary Clinton very much under right. did yeah. uh, Obama. Because yeah. that's the thing, a lot of the pushes that came for votes, it was home California and stuff, where it's like, hey, we already got those points, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, but here's Which is the why they're trying to disband the Electoral College. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And so the midterms, though, it's like, how did... Um, where did the Democrats do really well in the midterms? It was the suburbs. It was the suburbs. It was. It wasn't in big cities. It wasn't in like stealing these um, crazy red districts. There was a lot of like kind of in between suburbs where they aren't necessarily a fan of of Trump being Trump. Where they go, okay, like it's been fun, but I'm I'm kind of over it. Um, like just, I, I just want steady leadership. I just want to take my kid to the, the soccer game, get my groceries. I just want somebody steady without being crazy, you know? And these are the districts that the Democrats won. Um, and so if they had somebody, um, like the Yang gang, what's his face? Andrew Yang, something Yang. Um, I think he's a businessman or like, I think he has non-profit. Is he the one that wants to, um, legalize all drugs and then, um, 
or at least legalize marijuana and then let everybody out of prison. I don't know about that. Maybe I'm I'm confusing him with some. Yeah, no, his people are getting on him because he's not a fan of circumcision outside of religious ceremonies. But he wants to do the basic, very important issue, right? Well, his his big thing is the uh, the income, minimum income, Mm. Uh, not BMI, the basic minimum income. Is that what it? Universal minimum. Anyway, he wants to give everybody like a thousand bucks a month. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and so like, but I he the thing about him is. Listening to him talk, one, he doesn't seem like a politician. Things aren't really polished, but they're logical. Um, he's the type of guy I think could do well because, like, he appreciates the Midwest. Like, he grew up in the Midwest. So he's got a you know worker mentality. And a lot of times, like, when he talks, like the what what the problem is and what the end result needs to be, I agree with him on both of these things. The path to get from point A to point B, I disagree on. But when y'all can, when everybody can agree where we like what the problem is and where we want to go to, I mean that's a big step right yeah. there. Like that's important. Well, it, I think that's that's when your your method of waiting to pass judgment comes in. Yeah, you know you can't react to what happens immediately. You you've got to take time to absorb what the actual issue is. Yeah. Dist- distill it down to the issue, and then by that time, everybody has gone through their cycle of outrage. But but the then, but the end game. He could probably carry the Midwest and suburb uh, suburbia because he's uh, just a competent, calm, methodical leader type. I think by trying to out Trump, Trump, nobody can out Trump, Trump, and <laughs> like you just can't. You can't. Like Biden, Biden's pretty good. Like in his VP debate against Paul Ryan, yeah. I mean, he trumped Paul Ryan up and down the stage. Yeah. You know, he just interrupted and was a dick, um, and he somehow won that debate with without any knowledge, just by being a dick. Uh, so he, I mean, he. He can try, but I don't think anybody can out-Trump Trump. Yeah, I don't know that uh, old Uncle Joe is, is the uh, is the guy. Yeah. But, you know, because, I mean, in four years from now, because he's not going to win. This is going to be, I mean, I hate to say it. I don't hate to say it. I just, I don't mean to be too um, predictive or whatever. I right. just think that this, just by the numbers you look at it, it's going to be Trump again for four more years. So then, for Biden's chances, it would have to be four more years from now. And at that point, I don't know. No, he's on. too old at yeah. that point. So... And I maybe it, it'd be a maybe AOC will be old enough by then. I don't know. Uh, I don't even. I don't even think she will be yet. And it, th- th- she might get eaten alive by uh, what's her face uh, Pelosi. Yeah, yeah. That that's interesting. The um, the Democratic Party's got some soul searching to do. All but right. uh, hey, we we have uh, we have delved into the um, the political world. <laughs> Nothing <about> important. As, <laughs> about as far as I'm willing to go yeah. before I get fired for. Um, oh. I don't know. What do you, I don't think we haven't we haven't said anything. Yeah, you know, he's my boss, and um, I, I hope. I, besides, maybe being slightly uncomfortable by the hip thrust on national television. Nah, he uh, didn't say anything. The hip um, thrust was good. <laughs> Look, he's just saying he fucks like a champ. I listen. This is an opinion of a man outside the military, and I am not not I'm offering just, opinion. I'm just saying he said he felt young and energetic, and he threw in the hip thrust to remind everybody. Yeah, he fucks like yeah. a champ. Yeah, well, I listen. I'm not interpreting it other than he <laughs> he simply said he feels young in terms of energy. And then I don't he know what that means. His hip, and I, I I noticed that both hips. I'm just not commenting on it. It um, means he fucks like a champ. Uh, yeah, so you know, I Stormy I, Daniels sued him for it. I I will support <laughs> and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Me too. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Me too. <laughs> I didn't take a note, but I'll do it. Hashtag it. me too. Hashtag me too, Jimmy. There we go. Hashtag go. me too. Okay, so um, so next week we'll probably get back to more important matters uh, other than just yeah. 
talking random shit, me running my mouth. Yeah, so in the meantime, check out the website tomorrow. Uh, an important new post uh, on... Uh, SaltyHerald.com. Um, yep, it's, uh, it's going to be good. Uh, like and subscribe to the podcast. Yep, we're uh, on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. I don't know. What's the other one that people like? The, what's another you, S You one? ask me every week. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. SoundCloud's one. Yeah, there we go. Hey, you put it on your phone, listens to things and yeah, stuff. On your digital communicator. Yeah, but but hit like, too. Like it. Like it. It helps for uh, other people trying to find us. You can also write us, tell us, uh, give us user feedback or oh, topics yeah, you hey, want to dive so that, into. Uh, that comment that you read me last week, the question, or no, it was maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah so... Um, that was a good one. It was a good one, and I'm actually talking to the guy, so the guy yeah. that uh, wrote it is um, in communications with me, and we're, we're chatting, and we're going to... We're um we got a we got a project in the works. Yeah, in spite of everything that I keep telling Jimmy, uh, he keeps telling me that some of our listeners aren't stupid, and so like if y'all have things you want yep. to talk about, like just take your stupid asses to the things and write us messages. We'll probably talk about. Yeah, them. I, you know, I mean, I love you guys, but um, Frank Frank doesn't. So <laughs> um, you guys can tell him what you feel. Um, I don't mind. And um, and I'll give out an address. You can send all hate mail. And to. hey, so it's no, Jimmy's address. The Department of Defense does not agree with any of these statements. Um, nobody agrees with me. Blah blah blah. This is not endorsed. Everybody um, agrees with everything I say always. Yeah. And uh, yeah. All right. Well, anything else? No, I guess we, I we didn't. We barely covered anything that we were we gonna, didn't talk about we, anything. No, not nothing that we plan to talk about. So maybe next week. Uh, ufos and um, oh fuck the ufos the ufos were gonna be good we'll save it yeah. it's all right they're not going anywhere yeah maybe and, um, maybe they are whistleblower offices i know they're, there's they're, good they're, stuff yeah i'm gonna blame the way that you formatted um, our shared sheet here yeah it really gave me nothing to work i don't with. know what i'm doing oh uh, air yeah. force academy instructor arrested on charges of internet luring of a child and he was that like, was one i wanted yeah to he, he was the ethics professor oh my god yeah well um, next week hopefully we have a very uh interesting guest that'll probably tell us about how everything we did last week uh that we're all stupid but then maybe we'll have brian back on we can talk about how that guy was stupid yeah, and keep yeah. rotating the stupid chain we'll bring on all kinds of people yeah. it'll be great everybody yeah. will tell us we're stupid okay well all until right. then uh keep it salty all right